the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starn Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us, that's right, I love this American Uh, for a liberal justice to ask. Now, uh, we've got the diversity hire, the uh, uh, justice diversity. Um, she's all upset, and uh, she's she's. we know where she's going with all of this. I want you to listen to Cut 14 here. Final question. Um, the Colorado Supreme Court concluded that the violent attempts of the petitioner's supporters uh, in this case, to halt the count uh, on January 6th, qualified as an insurrection, uh, as defined by Section 3. And I read your opening brief to accept uh, that those events counted as an insurrection, um, but then your reply seemed to suggest that they were not. So wh- what is your position oh, as to that? We never accepted or conceded in our opening brief that this was an insurrection. What we said in our opening brief was President Trump did not engage in any act that can plausibly be characterized as insurrection. All right, so because why would not this not engage. be an insurrection? What is your argument that it's not? Your reply brief says that it wasn't because, I think you say, um, it did not involve an organized attempt to overthrow right. the government. So That's one of many reasons. But for an insurrection, there needs to be an organized, concerted effort to overthrow the government of the United States through violence. And this and so the point occurred. is that a chaotic effort to overthrow the government is not an insurrection? No, we didn't concede that it's an effort to overthrow the government either, Justice Jackson. Right? None of these criteria were met. This was a riot. It was not an insurrection. The events were shameful, criminal, violent, all of those things, but it did not qualify as insurrection as that term is used in Section 3. Thank you. Because, thanks. All right, there you She was really riled up. And, you know, normally the justices are very measured, uh, but she's she is uh, way in way in over her head. But again, that's Justice Jackson, and she was the diversity hire. Uh, the only reason she was uh, selected by President Biden is because of her race and skin color, and that's unfortunate. Meanwhile, you have brilliant um, you have brilliant scholars um, on the and jurist on the bench like Clarence Thomas, who was actually nominated because of his ability, because of his brain not because of his skin color. 
And uh, we're going to be playing uh, more of this audio um, through. As a matter of fact, I think we let's um, Dylan. I sent you um, a couple of uh, uh, clips. Let's play those back to back. All right. Well, we're working on that, so we'll try to get that uh, here momentarily for you. But again, uh, we're in breaking news coverage today as the Supreme Court justices hear arguments, and this is a this is a very important case because if the justices decide that a an individual state has the the right to determine uh, who gets on that ballot, you could have every blue state in America suddenly decide, okay, we're not going to put Donald Trump on the ballot. We're only going to allow the Republicans to put candidates on the ballot that we agree with. And as ludicrous as that may be, that is ultimately the issue that's being decided right now. And I hope you understand where all of this is going, uh, everybody. Uh, We're talking about a, a, a massive shift in our way of life in this country. We're talking about a generation of young people who have been raised to hate our values, to hate our system of government, to hate our freedoms. And those people are of the age now where they are, they are beginning to make decisions that impact the rest of us. And, and what's going to happen? We've got another generation coming right behind them. So we've got the millennials and we have Gen Z. Now, Gen Z is trending a bit more conservative than the millennials. But the reality of it is this. In the coming years, uh, we are going to see more and more of our rights being curtailed. In other words, there will come a time when, when you will have a majority of the people in this country who believe that there should be a crackdown on people like Donald Trump, that there should be decisions made, that we should not have freedom, that the government should make decisions for us. This is what the kids are being taught in these indoctrination centers that we call public schools nowadays. So we're going to be taking your calls on this. Uh, where do you stand on the uh, the Supreme Court and uh, the case that's being heard right now? Should a single state have that right? And if they do, by the way, now look, um, I will say this. If the Supreme Court comes out and says Colorado has every right to determine who's on the ballot, great. Then you know what? So do the red states. Pull Joe Biden off of every red state ballot. Pull every Democrat off of the ballots. That's what I say. If the Supreme Court goes down this path, I don't think they are. If if I'm hearing, and again, I think Elena Kagan asked a, a very important question, and I think that we could possibly uh, extrapolate from that question that she thinks this is a bonkers case. 901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901 901- Two six zero five nine two six. So we're going to be monitoring that. We've, we're pulling audio uh, from the hearings throughout the program. Another big story uh, that's happening later today on X. We will be able to watch the interview of Tucker Carlson and Vladimir Putin, and people are going bonkers over this, including a lot of people uh, in the Trump. Um, uh, circle, and one of them being Sebastian Gorka. He is outraged that Tucker Carlson is sitting down and doing an interview with Vladimir Putin. And there are a lot of other conservatives, and we love Gorka. I mean, he's he's good. He's very conservative, pro-Trump, but Gorka is enraged over all of this. So is Hillary Clinton. So Hillary is uh, calling Tucker Carlson a puppy dog, and a useful idiot, cut number one. 
I mean, he's like a puppy dog. You know, he somehow has, after having been fired from so many outlets in the United States, he, uh, I would not be surprised uh, if he emerges with a contract with outlet because he is a useful idiot. He says things that are not true. He parrots Vladimir Putin's uh, pack of lies about Ukraine. Uh, so I don't see why Putin wouldn't give him an interview because through him, he can, you know, continue to lie about what his, you know, objectives are in Ukraine and, and uh, you know, what he expects to see happen. So Hillary is enraged over this. Um, much of the conservative media is uh, Washington Times coming out against Tucker Carlson. How dare you? And their argument is, how dare you give Vladimir Putin a platform? How dare you sit down and interview Vladimir Putin? Now there are people out there saying that Tucker uh, Carlson may be breaking the law that he, as an American citizen, he does not have a right to interview Putin. Uh, cut number three. This is Ian Corzine. Tucker Carlson is interviewing Vladimir Putin today, and many people believe it's going to go horribly wrong for Tucker. My first question was, is it even legal for a U.S. reporter to go over to a country that we're basically at war with and interview the president of that country? The answer is yes, but I forecast some big problems ahead for Tucker Carlson. The Espionage Act is a U.S. law that basically prohibits us from spying or leaking classified documents to foreign countries. But the words of the law are super broad and could be construed to prohibit any sharing of information with another country with intent to harm the U.S. Is it possible that Tucker shared his questions with Putin's people before the interview? Is it possible that Putin's people provided Tucker with evidence supporting their war with Ukraine? This is definitely information covered by the Espionage Act. However, does Tucker Carlson have an intent to harm the U.S.? This is where the Espionage Act case against Tucker gets weaker. And it gets even more weak when you consider that U.S. government is duty-bound to follow the dictates of the U.S. Constitution. The Constitution guarantees freedom of the press, and the U.S. Supreme Court has done everything it can to protect this provision and journalists. That's why only in extreme cases can the U.S. government violate the Constitution. Journalists are free to publish classified information or information that was stolen so long as the media didn't steal the information unless the government can demonstrate an immediate and direct threat to national security. So my view is that Tucker Carlson's interview with Putin is ultimately legal, but Tucker is acting boldly. He's taking a risk that he could be prosecuted later on in time on bogus charges. So there you go. Uh, that That's one train of thought here is that Tucker could open himself up to legal jeopardy here. Uh, there are others who say Tucker ought to be kicked out of the country, uh, that he should not be allowed to stay in America because he wanted to interview Vladimir Putin. And uh, by the way, we're getting some word that, uh, and again, this is unconfirmed, that Tucker Carlson has been put on an enemies of Ukraine list. So the Ukrainians are, I don't know what to make of this. Are they threatening to, to kill Tucker Carlson? I don't know. All that to say, when did this become a problem? When did it become a problem for an American journalist to sit down and interview a world leader? Now, you may not like Vladimir Putin. He's done terrible things. He's committed great atrocities. But the reality is he's a world leader. I don't seem to recall Hillary and everybody else getting bent out of shape when the governor of California palled around with Xi Jinping, 
right? We've got those photos. I've got them up on the Twitter feed. So I'd like for somebody to explain to me how that's okay. And Tucker Carlson sitting down and interviewing um, Vladimir Putin is somehow a, a war crime. How is that possible? Now, I want to. I want to throw this out here because I plan on watching the interview tonight. Are you going to watch it? I'm I'm planning on watching it. And I don't know if that's going to end up putting me on somebody's hit list. I don't know. Don't care. I really don't. I live in Memphis. I'm familiar with danger every day. But I will say this. Something's not right about all of this. And is it possible? And again, we don't know. We don't know what Putin said. I have no idea. I don't know what Tucker asked him about. Um but I do know this, that the idea that someone would be frightened that that Putin would agree to an interview, that tells me that something's up. Maybe Putin does know about what's happening over here in this country. Maybe Vladimir Putin is going to expose a, a few secrets. And by the way, Hillary Clinton, I seem to recall Mrs. Bill Clinton, Hillary Rodham, I seem to remember um, a certain dossier that her campaign got from the Russians to take out Donald Trump and his campaign. Looks to me like Hillary Rodham was the one colluding, Mrs. Bill Clinton. She was the one who was colluding with the Russians to take out Donald Trump. I wonder if Tucker asks him about I hope he does. I hope he's – by the way, what's up with the uh, with the, with Hillary and the, uh, the golden showers stuff? Well, what's up with that? So again, uh, there's there's a lot to unravel here, but I'm I'm curious. Do you have a problem with Tucker Carlson interviewing Vladimir Putin? If so, why? Why? I mean, there are literally people right now that want him that, that they want him uh, removed from the country. They want him arrested for simply sitting down and asking questions. By the way, Megyn Kelly sat down, did an interview with Putin. Nobody seemed to get upset about that. What about Dan Rather? Nobody seemed to be upset about that when he interviewed Saddam Hussein. Remember that? His name was Saddam, but H.W. Saddam, Saddam Hussein. I'm just just saying there is precedent here. Quite frankly, I'd like to know why other reporters were not able to get the interview that Tucker Carlson got. All right, our telephone number, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260. Two six zero five nine two six. This is the Todd Stern Show. Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. Hi, this is Todd Starnes, and in just a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You'll have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time, anytime. And you'll see transparent pricing on every coin and bar. This puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against a volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. And this new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com or call 866-649-0304. That number again, 866-649-0304 and start investing today. 
this all right here's uh here's justice kavanaugh a few moments ago he had the opportunity to call witnesses remotely he didn't use all of his time at trial there was ample process here and this is how ballot access determinations in election cases are are decided all the time okay Uh, second question some of the rhetoric of your position i don't think it is your position but some of the rhetoric of your position seems to suggest unless the states can do this no one can prevent insurrectionists from holding federal office but obviously congress has enacted statutes uh including one still in effect section 2383 of title 18 prohibits insurrection it's a federal criminal statute and if you're convicted of that you are it says shall be disqualified from holding any office and so there is a federal statute on the books, but um, President Trump has not been charged with that. So what what are we to make of that? Wow. Good for you, Kavanaugh. Uh, let's uh, go to the phone lines here. 901-260-5926. Bill in North Carolina, WSIC is our fine affiliate there, wants to weigh in on Tucker Carlson. Hi, Bill. What you got for us? Oh, hi. Well, think about it. I mean, know your enemy, right? And if Tucker's able to interview questions, and it's going to be filmed, and I'm sure it's going to be analyzed by a lot of native Russian speakers and several three-letter agencies, and the people who read body language and they'll look for all the tells. As far as I'm concerned, this is just going to be another three-letter agency treasure trove. They're going to get more information out of this interview than, than people care to think about. You see, that's that's what I was thinking. I, I'm with you on this, Bill. I, I, I think it's it's beneficial. Um, this is, this is absolutely insane though. A a lot of people are weighing in on uh, social media and Bill, one of the things folks are are saying is that, uh, the fact, you know, the response that people are having really shows that there are some in this government very nervous about the secrets Putin might spill. There you go. All right, Bill, appreciate that call. Uh, and, and it's true. There's a lot going on, folks, a lot that you and I don't know about. But the Russians, they they get it. We're going to have some audio from Tucker uh, coming up in, in just a moment. Also, we are watching all of the developments unfold at the Supreme Court. Ladies and gentlemen, the, the future of free elections literally hangs in the balance right now. There are Democrat attorney, attorneys general. Just think about this. There are Democrat attorneys general who believe that we don't have a right to vote for who we want to. They believe The Democrats believe they have a right to pick and choose who we vote for. 901-260-5926 is our telephone number. That's 901-260-5926. Um, would like to remind you, to go and pre-order a copy of Twilight's Last Gleaming, my new book. It comes out in bookstores in just about a month, March 19th. It will The book will actually be in the stores, and we would love for you to get a copy of it. Again, Twilight's Last Gleaming, Can America Be Saved? Head over to Amazon and get yourself a copy. Hang tight, everybody. We'll be right back.
Mike Lindell and MyPillow employees want to thank my listeners for your continued support. And to thank you, they have an overstock clearance sale right now for the best prices ever when you use the promo code STARNS and you get free shipping on your entire order. Get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0 and the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived won't last long, folks. Get a six-pack towel set for only $29.98 and take advantage of the free shipping on larger items like mattresses and mattress toppers, 100% made in the USA on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the bath towels. They absorb dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, so much more. To get the best offers ever, go to MyPillow.com and use promo code STARNS or call 800-839-8506 and get free shipping on your entire order while supplies last. I think we've got some some audio coming from Mar-a-Lago. Uh, let's take a listen here. All he knows how to do is drop bombs all over the place, meaningless bombs, except they kill a lot of people. It costs a lot of money. Every time you see a bomb, it's another million dollars, and it actually sets us back. We have peace through strength. This should not be happening. The Middle East is blowing up. It's blowing up. A lot of people are being killed, and it's so unnecessary. So I just say that uh, in watching the Supreme Court today, I thought it was very, it's a very beautiful process. I hope that democracy in this country will continue. uh, Because right now we have a very, very tough situation with all of the radical left ideas, with the weaponization of uh, politics. They weaponized it like it's never been weaponized before. It's totally illegal, but they do it anyway. And it has to stop. Every one of the court cases that I'm involved, every single one, civil, whether it's the attorney generals or the district attorneys, you look at Fani in Georgia. Big fan. They had many meetings with the White House and with the DOJ. They went there, eight-hour meetings. That was all staged. That was a phony hoax. And now you look at it, and it is a phony hoax. Hopefully that case will be dismissed in short order. It's a, it's a disgrace to this country. But they work together with the Justice Department and the White House, and not supposed to do that. Every one of these cases you see comes out of the White House. It comes out of Biden. It's election interference, and it's really very sad. Uh, I thought the presentation today was a very good one. I think it was well-received. I hope it was well-received. You have millions of people that are out there wanting to vote. And they happen to want to vote for me or the Republican Party or whatever you want to, however you want to phrase it. But I'm the one running and we are leading in every poll. We're leading in the uh, local polls, in the state polls, and we're leading in the swing state polls. And we're leading very big in the national polls. So it's been a very great honor. We love the country. Uh, I think the reason we have such big leads, frankly, is that they loved four years of us compared to the three years plus the three years that they've gone with Biden, where you have open borders, you have crime. Nobody's ever seen crime like this, what's happening. And now the crime is being committed, much of it by the migrants that have come in illegally to our country. Uh, I was wondering about that. I said, you know, a lot of these people come out of jails, they come out of mental institutions, they come out of places that you don't want to know about. We don't even know where they come from. We don't know who they are, where they are. They're being dumped in from mental institutions, from prisons and jails. And 
Many terrorists are coming into our country. We're going to be paying a big price. They have to stop it. They have to close the border. By the way, the president can do it just by saying, I want the border closed. I closed the border. We have the safest border in the history of our country. Now we have the most unsafe border in the history of the world. There's never been a, a country with a border like this, not even a third world country. So uh, we are, again, we're going out to Nevada right now. We'll be out there. Some of you are going to be out there with us. Otherwise, your colleagues will be. And hopefully we're going to have a big night caucus tonight. We're going to have a very big night. We expect to have a very big night. Uh, the Virgin Islands, as you know, are also very much in play today. So we'll hey be now. hearing about them sometime during the day or later on in the evening. And it's an honor to have you at Mar-a-Lago. I hope you like it. Uh, it's worth a little more than $18 million. Is another case. Jed says it's worth $18 million. I said, uh, which... Uh, which cabin are we talking about? But that's the kind of that's the kind of justice we have when they say that to try and build up a case. That was a shame. But that gave up so much when they said that. That gave up so much that Mar-a-Lago is worth $18 million. They had it appraised for, as you know, 50 to 100 times that amount. And we have a judge that that's what he said. And he's supposed to be ruling on me. But who knows? Maybe he'll be fair. I doubt it, but maybe he'll be fair. So I want to thank everybody. And by the way, we proved that case 100 percent five times over. That case is 100 percent proven five times over. We've never seen anything like it. He just wouldn't dismiss it no matter what. Shouldn't it be there? It should have been in the commercial division. Anyway, uh, it's an honor to have you. I look forward to having you again, and I'll probably see you out in Nevada. All right. Thank you, uh, thank you Mr. President. Uh, there you go. President Donald John Trump at Mar-a-Lago. And I will say this, that um, yours truly, I've been there several times and I have had dinner at Mar-a-Lago, a wonderful place, great meal, ordered the meatloaf. It's really good. Um, and then I was uh, with the president there and I got the grand tour of the place. There, That place is worth at least a half a billion dollars, ladies and gentlemen. I think the gold flakes in my Diet Coca-Cola were worth that. It's, it's pretty snazzy. It's a fancy place. Anyway, um, President Trump sounding pretty upbeat today, uh, heading out to Nevada um, a little bit later on for the caucus uh, out there. And uh, here is my prediction on the Supreme Court ruling, six to three in favor of Trump. That's what I. That's where I think this is going. Six, three in favor of Trump. Go ahead and mark me down for that. There's no way, no way this court is going to, to decide otherwise. There's no way. Because as Justice Kavanaugh said in, in his comments from the bench just a little while ago, uh, Trump has never been accused of insurrection. He has never been charged with insurrection. And that's a very important issue. So the, the diversity higher on the bench may not understand that. She may not be able to grasp that concept, but it's true. It's absolutely true. All right, 901-260-5926 is our telephone number. That's 901-260-5926. Just wanted to make sure you heard uh, the president's remarks there. And uh, people are in, they're, they're going insane right now on social media, which is why I am very comfortable in suggesting that it's a 6-3. It could be a unanimous, but I don't think so because of the diversity judge. By the way, folks, um, you've been hearing a lot about President Trump and his vice presidential running mate. Who is that person going to be? Well, our friends over at Newsmax are conducting a national poll, and they're asking Americans just like you, who do you think Trump ought to pick? 
Nikki Haley? No, probably not. Ben Carson? Probably. Rod DeSantis? Eh, Tim Scott? What do you think? So Newsmax wants to know what you think, and they want you to vote in their brand new poll on Trump's vice presidential pick. All you need to do is take out your smartphone and text the word skip to 39747. That skip to 39747. It'll literally take just a few seconds. They're going to send you a poll and you'll be able to enter your thoughts into the contest. And remember that President Trump, he watches Newsmax. And so you never know, you might just possibly influence uh, President Trump and um, and his decision-making there. You never know. All right. Um, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I've got to tell you about this mayor. She's a nut job. Uh, her name is Tiffany Henyard, and she's squawking like a she's squawking like a chicken. She's very upset. The woman makes almost three hundred thousand dollars a year as the mayor of a tiny town. We're going to tell you all about that coming up next. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. All right, uh, it is. It's it's not a good day for for those lefties over in Colorado. They've been smoking too much of the devil's lettuce over there. Everybody, I mean, it's a problem. And uh, this is the this is the uh, the headline from the New York Times. The Supreme Court seemed poised on Thursday to issue a lopsided decision rejecting a challenge to President Donald J. Trump's eligibility to hold office again. So you say, Todd, what does that mean? It means that Trump is making the judicial system great again. That's what that means. Uh, This is going to be ugly, but it should be a defiant. This should ultimately settle the decision once and for all, whether or not an individual state has the right to remove a name from the ballot. So good for you, Supreme Court. Uh, We do not have the official decision yet, but when we do, we will bring it to you. Uh, But certainly the New York Times, I think, uh, has a pretty good peck on this, and it's not looking good. So the arguments are over. Uh, Usually, now here's the deal. It usually takes about three months after an argument to the, for the court to issue a decision. Uh, so the biggest rulings normally don't arrive until late June. Um, the question is, when will we find out about Trump in this particular case, since we're talking about the election? And um, the New York Times says the case argued today is different, and they believe the nation will expect and can expect a prompt ruling. 
So we're going to let you know um, if that happens today. I think that would be a shock. But you know, they may just you know after they after they wrap up the the arguments, they could go back into the back and uh, pop open some you know Baptist martinis and um, say, all right, this this load of hooey, and um, come back and issue a ruling. So we'll let you know if that happens. Fascinating. Again, our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Have you heard about this weird story? Uh, this is um, involving a mayor in, in, in a small village, uh, the town of Dalton, Illinois. Her name is Tiffany Henyard, and uh, she was elected in 2021. They've only got about 20,000 residents, so it's not a large town, Right. She's making almost $300,000 a year in a salary. And she is really upset because people are demanding an investigation. And it is a predominantly black town, okay? So you need to understand that so you'll understand the the context of of her remarks. But here's where we're at. Um, The local town leaders want an investigation because they say her salary is nearly $300,000. She's been charging nearly $24,000 to the town's accounts. And most of that is going for beauty vendors. And so finally, she she is outraged. And uh, she says, and by the way, WGN Television, they've been investigating this. And they say that she has been spending tens of thousands of taxpayer dollars on trips, on food, and she's been spending money on her allies. And and the town the town leadership is like we we can't afford this. This is bonkers. She spent more than $67,000 on trips to Portland, Austin, Atlanta, New York City, and of course she flew first class. So were the accommodations. Holy smokes. She stayed at the Four Seasons Hotel in Atlanta. That's a nice hotel. I when I whenever I'm in Atlanta, I stay at the Four Seasons, and you know what? It's because it's my money. I, I if I was if I was going there on somebody else's dime, I would not be staying at the Four Seasons. Well, no, Dylan. I yeah, I normally yes, I like to stay at the Hampton Inn, but you know, you like to splurge a little bit, and uh, they got a great buffet on Saturdays and Sundays. No, I know the Hampton Inns is free, but it's a little bit more extravagant than the. Um, the scrambled eggs at the Hampton Inn. I just like to do that. In New York City, the bill for the visit was $13,000. So here is the mayor blasting all of the people in that town who are demanding answers. Cut five. Y'all should be ashamed of yourself. Y'all black. Y'all are black. And y'all sitting up here beating and attacking on a black woman that's empowered. Y'all should be ashamed of yourself. Y'all forget I am the leader. They want to hear from the mayor. If y'all ain't learned that yet, the mayor, not the trustees that don't do nothing, that only run their mouth. Y'all don't do no work, no work. <laughs> Thank you, a uh, mayor. Uh, she's the mayor of a chocolate city. I believe that's the proper lingo we're supposed to use. But anyway, Mayor McChocolate here is very upset. And uh, she's, how dare you? Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? And what I love is that these are black citizens that are like, uh, wait a second. 
The average income in that town is around $26,000 a year. $26,000. That is the average income for those people. And then the mayor is out there making nearly $300,000 a year, and which, by the way, is more than most most mayors are making. I think she's making almost as much as, I'll have to check, the president of the United States. Do a quick Google search, Dylan, and let me know. The president of the United States, she may be on up there. She's certainly making more than members of Congress or U.S. senators. And this woman is out there. Who who do you think you – can we play that again? I love this. It's it's Because she's being very honest here, right? I Look, she's she was like, how dare you? This is America. You don't – no, Americans don't have a right to question black people. Who do you think you are, black people? Y'all should be ashamed of yourself. Y'all black. Y'all are black. And y'all sitting up here beating and attacking on a black woman that's in power. Y'all should be ashamed of yourself. Y'all forget I am the leader. They want to hear from the mayor. If y'all ain't learned that yet, the mayor, not the trustees that don't do nothing, that only run their mouth. Y'all don't do no work, no work. Don't you be beating on a chocolate mayor. Don't you be doing that. Wow. All right. We'll see how this goes. Um, but again, her argument is, and and she's really thought this through, and this is a component of critical race theory, is that um, you should never question a black leader. And if you do, you're a racist, even if you're black. I'm surprised that she didn't come flat out and accuse all of the black citizens of being racist. How dare you? How dare you question her? She has a right to go to the Four Seasons on the taxpayer dime. I mean, this is, folks, I'm just telling you. So anyway, uh, we'll see how long this gal's going to be in uh, in office. She may be heading to jail uh, if there are uh, uh, criminal uh, activities at play here. Dylan, have we learned how much the President of the United States makes? All right, get back to me. We can Google it. 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Coming up, folks, we're going to be talking a little bit later on with our friends from WCBM, our great affiliate in Baltimore, Maryland. And uh, it is uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. Their pizza, pizza Hut is now debuting a breakup pizza. And we're going to be we're going to be talking to uh, Bruce Elliott and Sean Casey about that. Also, A new poll shows that black and Hispanic voters are abandoning the Democrat Party. We're going to get their their report on that. And then coming up in the next hour, Oklahoma State Superintendent Ryan Walters. Turns out PETA um, has tried to get Oklahoma to display the 10, oh, that's not, oh, I thought I said 10 virgin commandments. That's the 10 vegan commandments. That's a big difference there. Well, that explains the eggplant now. So, um, yeah, so the 10 vegan commandments. Uh, so we'll be checking in with the estate superintendent. Also, a shout out, by the way, to all of our listeners on the Big Talker, KQAM in Wichita. Your state attorney general is really crushing it. Chris Kobach uh, putting out a letter. Six school districts in Kansas are now telling their telling their teachers and staff that if a child is transgender or gender nonconforming, they have to keep that information away from the parents. And Chris Kobach is coming in 
23-page letter that went out to these school districts and said, that is a violation of parental rights, and you cannot do that. So I say, good for you, Mr. Kobach. Todd, I found out. 400000 $400,000. President of the United States, $400,000. The mayor of this tiny town in Illinois, almost $300,000. Thank you, Dylan. All right, we got to take a break here, folks. 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starks. Oh, yeah. All right. Verily, verily. Hello, America. Welcome uh, to the Todd Starks radio program. Hour two of the big show underway. And uh, we got an interesting note here from uh, PETA, the People for Eating Tasty Animals Society. Uh, PETA's very upset, and uh, they, they sent a, a note uh, to Ryan Walters, who is the State Superintendent of Public Instruction there in Oklahoma. And uh, they, are, they are demanding that the, um, that the, the state of Oklahoma display what they're calling the Ten Vegan Commandments in all public schools. And uh, we're not going to go through all, the, all of them, but uh, number 10, thou shalt not consume an animal's flesh, skin, or eggs, nor anything else that belongs to an animal. Oh, you, by the way, you know what I had the other day? It was a delicious uh, fried chicken biscuit, and you got to keep the skin on the chicken here. And uh, then they put an egg on top of that, uh, Dylan Tanger. It's very tasty. Um, I think that violated that commandment. Thou shalt not covet your neighbor's ass. Oh, wait a second. That's in the real Ten Commandments. My apologies. Uh, Let's go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line and um, welcome our next guest. He is the Oklahoma State School Superintendent, Ryan Walters. I hope you're eating a cheeseburger right now, Mr. Superintendent. I actually, you know, I, I actually did just finish a, a cheeseburger, you know, and it's funny that, uh, you know, PETA, you know, they love to mock uh, Christians, love to mock, you know, most Americans. And, you know, here in Oklahoma, our between cattle, poultry, hogs, milk, cows, that's $3.94 billion in cash receipts. So here in Oklahoma, uh, we eat beef, uh, we eat chicken, we eat pork, uh, we eat eggs, and, uh, yeah, we're not, we're not going to go uh, – Posting the vegan bill of rights or ten commandments anywhere soon well i'm i'm glad to hear this um you know one of the things and maybe you can help clear this up since we've got you on the air here i'm always confused by you folks in oklahoma because everything is chicken fried even if it's not chicken that's right you can chicken fried you can fry just about anything todd i mean you really can and it really is very tasty I had chicken fried steak, which was not chicken. It was steak, and it was all very confusing. <laughs> I'm just, you know. That's right. That's I'm, just right. A, I'm just a regular guy from Tennessee. you got to help me out here. <laughs> hey, we like to give you plenty of options here. So, you know, we, we've got 
uh, tremendous uh, beef industry here, tremendous pork industry here. And so, you know, it's funny, you know, PETA does this from time to time with us and kind of sent me that smart aleck note. So I, I sent him a video response yesterday of, you know, I do, I, I, I have a McDonald's literally on the street where my office is, so I frequent it often. And I just had a cheeseburger for lunch, and so I had to shoot them a video of, of me eating a cheeseburger there. And, and boy, they got all they got their feelings all kind of hurt on that yesterday. And then it didn't help any that I told them I was actually eating a steak from a, from one of our steakhouses last night here. So uh, I, I think they're pretty irritated with me right now. But you know, Oklahomans and most Americans, you know, hey, we're 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 going to continue eating eating beef and steak. I love this trolling with a cheeseburger. This is uh, this is terrific. Uh, Superintendent Walters, uh, we've been following a story out of Kansas, and I wanted to get your take on this, uh, where the Attorney General is sending a letter to a number of school districts that are now telling employees, you have to hide uh, any uh, any information about a transgender child or a gender nonconforming child from the mom and the dad. And again, it's setting up this idea that schools know better than moms and dads. And I know that you are have been addressing a lot of these issues uh, in the Sooner State. It's outrageous. And as a matter of fact, we did the opposite. We passed a rule to my board that said, hey, you have to inform parents of any type of conversation around transgenderism or sexuality with a kid. So first of all, you're never to address those to a kid. But if a kid were to bring that up to you as a teacher or counselor, you have to call the parent, let them know, bring them in, tell them what's going on. So we had a school district, we have a really liberal school district in Stillwater that sent a letter out to all their parents saying, well, we're still going to, you know, there's certain things we don't need to tell you all. And so we immediately said, that is absolutely false. You will not do that. We will investigate your school district if you continue this. So send out a new letter and tell your parents, no, actually, you're going to tell them everything because the reality is parents know best for their kids. And we are fed up with listening to woke left liberals trying to convince our kids that there's 27 genders or, or that they, that they're, you know, they're a boy today, girl tomorrow. We're done with that. And we have to hold these districts accountable and make sure that the parents are at the center of any conversation. I was looking at a a story. um, Wall Street Journal did a profile piece of you. I love the headline. He taught AP history. Now he targets teachers for being too woke. Um, I didn't, first of all, I didn't realize that you taught AP history, uh, but I think it, it has to have given you a pretty good idea of what was really happening in the school system. Yes, sir. I was a teacher for 10 years, and, you know, I went to a history training, and I'll, I'll tell you the story real quick, Todd. I went to a history training, and we were talking about how to teach their, uh, different um, primary sources, and we got to the Declaration of Independence, and I had someone in the room stand up and tell the presenter, well, I don't want to really say anything good about it because Thomas Jefferson was a slave owner, and, and we had several in the room goes, yeah, you're right. I mean, I hate to even act, act like there's anything good about that document. And I stood up and said, guys, I'm telling you right now, if you're a U.S. history teacher and you don't understand that the Declaration of Independence forever changed the course of human events, that it changed the entire dynamic to give us all these rights and understand they came from God, you don't need to be teaching history. And, and it was just amazing to me as a teacher to listen to how many leftists have gotten into the classroom. How how dangerous is this to to the country at, at large? What what's happening in these in these classrooms? I, I will tell you, I, I I truly believe it's an existential threat because we know this from history. I was a history teacher, so uh, you, you know when you look at history, you know what happens to civilizations that forget who they are, forget what their core principles are, forget what their society is built on. Ours is a Judeo Christian country, 
That was our values we were founded on, okay? We set up a constitution that has stood the test of time because we acknowledged our rights came from our creator. Our history is incredible. Um, we have these incredible founders who understood history and understood human nature and understood God. And if we teach that, we will continue to be able to set up a population who can keep this government, as Benjamin Franklin so well put. But if we don't teach them, we will cease to be this great country. There will be no bringing people together. I hear people talk about the divisiveness in society now, and I go, well, well yeah. You know, we have over half the society hasn't heard the story of America. There's nothing to unify people to. And so we have to be teaching our history. Kids should understand the Constitution, the Declaration, the beliefs of our founders. They should understand the role that faith played not only in America, but in Western civilization. And if we do that, I have tremendous optimism about the future, but there has to be a sense of urgency to correct our education system to focus on those key truths. You see, I think we're already getting sort of a, and I kind of look at this as the canary in the coal mine, uh, when you look at lawmakers like AOC and, um, and the squad, and then some of the younger, the newest freshmen in Congress, these are young people who were educated in our public schools in the throes of common core that became critical race theory. And when you see what that has done to the Democrat Party, I'm concerned what that's going to do, you know, at the state house level and in schools across the country. That's right. I mean, and that's where we have to have an aggressive agenda as conservatives to right this ship. You know, I, I, you know, we play offense here in Oklahoma. I am on offense. I am going to move our education system back to take it away from the teachers' unions and radical leftists and embed our core values, get back to the basics, understand math, reading, science, but have a true understanding of our history and what it means to be a citizen of the United States of America. And we have to do that with a sense of urgency because of how far the left has taken things. And you're exactly right. You are seeing it manifest itself now as we're getting these elected officials that have come up and grown up in these schools. They have no idea. The only things they know about George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, is that they own slaves. They, they don't dig into their writings. They don't have an understanding of the context in which they wrote the things that they did. They don't understand the brilliance of the Constitution, which is why you see them just trample it and have no respect for it. Well, they don't even, they don't even understand it at a basic level, much less the deep dive that we used to do in our schools you know, 40 years ago. It's a great point. Uh, we're going to have to leave it here. Uh, we, we're late for a break, but uh, Superintendent, we always appreciate the great work you're doing and uh, very excited uh, to see Oklahoma lead the way as we get back to you know schools doing what schools are supposed to do. Yes, so much. Appreciate your work. Thank you for being such a conservative champion. All right, Ryan Walters, everybody. He is the state superintendent of education there in Oklahoma. And you know what I would love for him to do is just send PETA a big old bucket of KFC, extra crispy. Man, would that not be a great? That's how you got to. That's how you have to deal with these people. Uh, by the way, years ago, this is years ago. I was uh, working in Sacramento, anchoring at KFBK, uh, which, by the way, is where Rush Limbaugh got his start from the national show, uh, KFBK in Sacramento, and they were having a big PETA protest. And they they were I think they were protesting fur coats or something. So anyway, uh, they were promoting the fact that it was going to be a butt naked protest uh, in downtown Sacramento. So they send yours truly out to cover the butt naked PETA protest, and uh, it turns out that they were not butt naked. They were they were wearing these flesh colored body suits. So nobody nobody was naked. 
It was faux nudity. I'm like, what's the point of this? Nobody's going to cover a faux nude protest. That doesn't make the news. Now, if you're butt naked, yeah, that's going to get you news coverage. But if you're just faking it, yeah, you're not going to get good coverage. So there you go. The 10 vegan commandments, thou shalt always come to the aid of an animal in need. Thou shalt not wear any garment or ornamentation made from or taken from the body of an animal. I guess leopard prints out. Thou shalt not kill, maim, or injure any animal for sport. Thou shalt not use animals as conveyances nor for entertainment. Oh, by the way, that reminds me. So apparently uh, the PETA people are really upset because of the merry-go-rounds. Uh, the, um, you know, the ones uh, that where you have the uh, little uh, horses, you get on the horse, and uh, then it uh, it rides you around as the music plays. Um, yeah, so apparently that glorifies violence against horses. These people are idiots. All right, we got to take a break. 901-260-5926, our telephone number. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. All right, welcome back, everybody. Good to have you with us. A lot of breaking news today. Of course, the caucus tonight, so we're going to... We're going to have live coverage of that on Newsmax a little bit later on. So, you know things are going bad when even Stephen A. Smith over at ESPN, I just call him ESPN. Uh, so, ESPN, they're, um, they're, they're really riled up now over the whole illegal immigration thing. I think this is brilliant. Uh, cut number 16. So, you can pick and choose. What it came down to for me is this. I see Homeless folks in the streets of New York all the time that are American citizens. I damn sure see them in California. We've got poor, impoverished, starving people who were born and raised in this nation. How in the hell do we come up with a $53 million pilot program for illegals, but folks who are here legally are born here, we don't have enough for them. Just like we could come up with billions for Ukraine. But somehow, some way, we can't fix the homeless problem. I'm down for helping Israel. I'm down for helping address the situations with the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, okay? I'm down for helping the Ukrainians and fight North Russia. What about poor and desolate citizens here? How the hell do you print money for foreign countries, but you don't print that money to help eradicate Folks that are starving right here in the streets of America who were born and raised here. This is what I'm talking about. And so when you have something like that, what's the one way to eradicate it? Yes, you got to have a flourishing economy. Yes, you can't have inflation. Yes, you can't be on the verge of a recession. Milk don't need to cost $7. Bread don't need to cost $5. Don't get me started with how much sugar costs. Come on. You can talk about employment all you want to. You can talk about the labor participation rate. But guess what? If you ain't making no damn money and you got to get two jobs to pay the same prices or to buy the same amount of stuff that you used to buy and the price is higher than it used to be because of inflation, then guess what? What are you really accomplishing? That's why Trump is on the verge of getting elected, reelected. Because when he was in office, there was a flourishing economy. And he's absolutely right. So, folks... I know, I know, I know uh, what the polling is, and people are saying that immigration is the big issue. And it is the big issue, but the bigger issue 
is the economy and the fact that people are not making ends meet anymore. But who is the most important people to the Democrat Party? Who is that? Who are who are the most important people to the demon rats? Who are they, ladies and gentlemen? Well, Senator Chris Murphy, the Democrat from Connecticut, has the answer. Let's listen. The negotiation didn't have a path to citizenship. It was entirely on their terms in order to get Ukraine funding, right? Well, I mean, Chris, that's been a failed play for 20 years. So you are right that that has been the Democratic strategy for 30 years, maybe. uh, And it has failed to deliver for the people we care about most, the undocumented Americans that are in this country. This is also not 2013 any longer when we ran that play last. So he's saying that the most important people in America are the undocumented people that would be the illegals so i hope i hope all you democrats out there and we do have a lot of democrats that listen to this show i i hope you you people realize what's really going on here the democrats don't care about you they care about the illegals they don't want your votes anymore they're bringing in new voters to replace you the people on chicago's south side they get that but every now and again, and Rush used to get these folks calling, and we call them the seminar, the, the seminar listeners, right? So they go to the, they, they're getting the talking points, and then they disperse them out into the uh, talk radio world, and they call up, and they're spewing the talking points from these seminars that they're that they're going to. We don't play that here. So again, I I'm just telling you that when it when push comes to shove, the Democrats are shoving the blacks and the Hispanic Americans out of the party and into the arms of the Republicans. Now, the question is, will the Republicans be smart enough to take advantage of all of this? And I don't think they are. By the way, word just came out that um, Mike Johnson had endorsed Matt Rosendale for the U.S. Senate race in Montana. Now, uh, Mike Johnson has um, has revisited that decision and will no longer endorse Matt Rosendale. And why is that? Because Mitch McConnell is is anti-Matt Rosendale. And that tells you all you need to know about Mike Johnson. Very nice man, a devout follower of our Lord, great family man, but he is not ready for primetime just yet. He's just not. Now, Senator Langford, that's another story. We're going to get into that, more of that, uh, coming up a little bit later this program. But something is not good at all, at all, with Senator Langford. All right, our telephone number, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Oh, by the way, Ronna McDaniel, she's pushing back now, and I've got some insight into that. We'll, we'll tell you more later. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Good to have you with us on the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Uh, let's go real quick to the phones. WSIC, one of our great listeners, Patty. Uh, Patty, what's going on? I'm here. I'm cleaning the house. It's nice weather. We're having beautiful weather here in North Carolina. And every time you mention certain things, Todd, 
the radio goes off. Wait, what? The radio, I'm not kidding, goes to static. It's like you can't hear nothing. And, and but then, it, so so if I'm talking, so give me an example of what you're talking about here. Well, when you were talking about Tucker Carlson, yes, it started to. It, I I was trying to get you back on the. And you were working fine. You, I heard you're loud and clear. But once you start mentioning certain things, you were it went to static. Wow! So, so every time I would talk about about Tucker Carlson and the Russians, you're telling me that your radio just all of a sudden went to static. Yes. Huh? I think it's it's got to be the Russians. I would think, right? <laughs> I, or, I don't know. Sure. I don't know. No, 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 no. That's weird, Patty. All right, we're gonna no, find. But no, but, yeah, but go ahead. We're just talking about even when you mention certain things about Trump, it'll go. It'll go. <sighs> Wait, Patty, what? Did you just hear that, Patty? Stop Did you hear? <laughs> I'm just, I'm playing with you. I'm, I'm just... not going crazy. No, you're not going crazy. You're not, you're not going no, crazy. No, I'm saying that, you know what? You Let me tell you something. I still can't get on YouTube. So, so don't, don't, don't go, go there. But um, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I'm telling you. And I had a girlfriend that called me. She said she had the same problem. And she was like a couple of miles away. Patty, we're going to look into it. We are, we are going to check into it with our engineers. Uh, and But if anybody else out there has had the similar problem, give us a call. And, uh, Patty, get, we're going to let you get back. Do you do the uh, vacuuming as well? And the uh, Do you do the Swifter? You know what? It's different than Swifties. Those are Tyler, Taylor Swift. Yeah. Really? <laughs> okay. I'm just letting you All know. Right, Patty. That, Patty. Uh, you know they're on. Todd. Todd. Yes. You know they don't like you neither. So, come on. It's true. <laughs> Uh, no, I know, I know. All right, Patty. Here's the deal. Uh, when I come to, I'm we're coming to town for the book signing. You have to be there. It's going to be a rule. Oh, I'll be there. All right, good. You better be. All right, Patty. Thanks for the intel. And uh, folks, if you're if you're having similar issues, give us a call nine zero one two six zero five nine two six. That's nine zero one two six zero nine. There it goes again. Dead gummit. Want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line? I'm I'm excited about our next guest, um, Trail Life USA. I was I was a part of Trail Life USA before Trail Life USA was a thing, and uh, we are huge fans of the great work they're doing. And uh, by the way, TrailLifeUSA.com. So, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, if you have a, a if you have a youngster and he is interested in a great scouting program, then you need to check out Trail Life USA. Uh, They have uh, troops all over the country. And, of course, uh, this is Scouting Anniversary Week, and I want to bring in the National Director of Marketing for Trail Life USA, Stephen um, Ashton. Stephen, good to have you with us today. Thank you, Todd. Thrilled to be here. All right. Well, let's talk about the great. So this is uh, Anniversary Week. Uh, How are are things going for uh, Trail Life? Boy, Todd, we are booming. Uh, Trail Life continues to grow. We crossed the 55,000-member threshold this year. We have over 1,100 troops in all 50 states, and it is just so exciting to see Dad uh, continuing to step up and make a difference in the lives of boys across the country. I, I just love this, um, and and this is about raising godly boys and and producing those when those godly boys become godly young men and then you know responsible husbands and fathers and citizens and ultimately that's what you guys are in the business of doing that's right robert baden powell said a long time ago scouting is nothing less than applied christianity 
and we are seeking to help boys do that really well. And what better place to learn these things than in the outdoors, where we have to live with the uh, results of our of our choices? And I have to imagine that this is the um, this is the uh, you know again a huge anniversary for you guys. You guys were birthed out of all that chaos with the scout, you know, with the Boy Scouts. And what I found interesting is about the membership and the enrollment is that most of the people who are associated with Trail Life never were involved in scouting. So you're really reaching a whole new demographic of of young people out there. You know, we really are, Todd. When things began, we had a lot of guys who were career scouts that came over and said, hey, we really want to be part of something different. Uh, We see a shifting culture. And instead of standing against against that shifting culture, scouting we feel like is starting to um, compromise on some of the things that we really, really feel are important. And so we did have this great influx in the beginning of these men who were just stalwart and still are. Those guys are still around, and they play a tremendous role in our organization. But increasingly, we are seeing churches who've never had a scouting program see what's happening in trail life. And they're seeing men who are coming in and getting engaged and finding their place in the life of the church in a way that they never have. They're finding a significant ministry, a significant place where they can step up as a dad or a dad-like and really make a difference in the life of a boy. And that is so exciting to see. Yeah, look, uh, I the, the thing, I, and I get it, every single thing you said, I'm amen, preach it, but, but let's get real for a second, Stephen. We know that for the boys— you know, the first thing on their mind is the adventure aspect of this, right? Um, and, and that's just the nature of being a boy. You want to get out there. Are you going to be climbing mountains? Are you going to be in the water doing water sports? And you guys do all of that. We do. We Trail life is a place where a boy can be a boy, and it's a safe place for him to be a boy. He doesn't need to worry about getting any kind of sideward glance for crawling through the mud or uh, or, 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 or saying some kind of ludicrous idea that uh, that, that someone would wonder what in the world's going on in that kid's head. We understand that uh, boys are wild and rambunctious and that, that we don't see that as a liability. We see that as an asset. We think that kind of uh, exuberance and, uh, and, and zest is, what, is the reason that we went to the moon. Uh, we believe that's the reason that, uh, well, let's face it, it wasn't the women who came across uh, the country and settled America that wanted to go west in covered wagons. Uh, it was those men with these wild ideas and these new things they wanted to see happen. And as we give space for that, uh, boys grow to become the kind of men who do those kinds of things. I I love this. And, and Stephen, where can people go uh, if they want to get information about how they can get their son involved in, in Trail Life? Uh, TrailLifeUSA.com. We have two buttons right there on our website. One says start a troop, and the other says find a troop. And, Todd, one of the things we really want to see happen is we believe there should be a Trail Life troop in every community a- across the country. And so we really would love to see parents not just say, I want to sign my kid up, but I want to see this kind of thing happening in my community. And I want to go talk to my church. I want to talk to my pastor. And, Todd, we've got folks around the country who are willing to go alongside these parents who have this kind of bold vision about having this kind of thing in their community and help start it right there. So TrailLikeUSA.com, click that Start a True button and, uh, and, and figure out how to begin the adventure right there in your community. I I love it. Uh, Stephen Ashton, everybody, from Trail Life USA. And uh, be sure to check him out on all their socials. Your son's going to have a great time. Uh, Not only is he going to have an an incredible uh, experience in the wilderness, uh, but he's also going to get a great spiritual application and education as well. I I love this. Stephen, 
We uh, love you guys. Uh, you're doing great work, and uh, we'll get you back on soon. Thank you, Todd. We love you as well. We appreciate it. All right. Stephen Ashton, everybody. All right. I want you. We're going to go to the phones here in a second. Patty was on to something, apparently. Uh, and I don't know what it is, but we're going to find out. Uh, before I do that, before we go to the phones, I want you guys to listen up real closely here. Now, you hear us uh, talking about a lot of businesses on this program, and the reason we do that is they pay our bills. Uh, we have a lot of great sponsors, and we love them because they're supporting talk radio, and they're supporting the ideas that, that we talk about here, and, and we just think that's awesome. I, I want to share something with you, and I want you to go, grab something and write this down. Because Valentine's Day is right around the corner, and I am telling you, we have the best, the best chocolate shop right here in Memphis, Tennessee, and they ship all over America. I mean all over America. I'm talking about our friends at Denstel's Chocolates, and I'm going to spell that for you, D-I-N-S-T-U-H-L. That's D-I-N-S-T-U-H-L. This is a family-owned chocolate shop, and they've got... Um, stores all over Memphis, and they have been in business in this city for over a hundred years, and they ship all over America. And yeah, you know, some people have Sherry's berries, which are very good. They don't hold a cherry to Denstel's. I'm just telling you, their 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 stuff is unbelievable. So um, here's the deal: uh, they're going to be shipping chocolate covered strawberries um, as well as any other uh, candies. Uh, They're going to be able to ship those as late as Tuesday night with FedEx Priority. Because keep in mind, guess what is headquartered in Memphis, Tennessee? It's FedEx. So if you want me to be there on Valentine's Day, all I have to do is put me in a box and boom, I'm there. Thanks to FedEx. Anyway, um, no, I'm not doing that, though. But you can have the next best thing, which is a chocolate-dipped strawberry. These things are amazing. So uh, go to Dinstals.com. That's D-I-N. S-T-U-H-L-S dot com, digitals dot com. Uh, and uh, be sure to um, be sure to get yourself uh, some wonderful Valentine's candy for your loved one or for yourself. Uh, I would recommend the turtlettes or the chocolate covered cherries. They're delicious. But again, digitals dot com. Grace will put that uh, link on our website or in the live show blog. And uh, be sure to tell them that you heard about it. Um, you heard about digitals on the Todd Stern show. So we're Really excited about that. All right, let's go to the phone lines. I uh, want to go to Susan in Memphis, Tennessee, listening to us on KWAM. So, Susan, what's going on? Are you hearing the radio cut out as well? I am, only I, I don't get static. I just get a dead radio. Hmm. It's like somebody unplugged you. Well, you see, we are on. So here's how it works. Um, you know, we send our national show up to a satellite, and then the satellite distributes it to radio stations all over America. And uh, so I'm, I'm wondering if there's. I mean, we heard Patty was telling us that it was, it was happening whenever we were talking about the Tucker Carlson thing. And I don't recall what you were hmm. talking about, but even the news was out. That's interesting. All right. Well, Susan, I, by the way, before we let you go, Susan, we're bragging about Denstals because they're great partners now. And uh, have you been to the, have you been over to Denstals? For, yes, I have. I'm a regular customer. You are. Right, tell me about that. Isn't it good? I, am I exaggerating here? No, you're not at all. I'll tell you a favorite of mine and my husband is the Cashew Crunch. It's like, it's like crank cocaine, Susan. It really I, is. <laughs> 
I tell you what, it's here. It's called cashew crunch, and I don't know what they put on that, but you can't stop eating it. <laughs> you're right. It's like if, Pringles. If you taste a bite of it, you're going to continue to eat it. It's true. It's true. So and so, we're so excited. So if you go back over there, Susan, tell them that you love the Todd Stern Show and thank them for being a part of what we do here. Oh, I sure will. All right, Susan. Thanks for the intel. This is very strange, everybody. I don't. Patty may be onto something after all. I, I thought. You know, I thought about it. She said she was doing the house cleaning, and I thought maybe it was the vacuum. You know, because it makes a noise. But that's not it at all. Um, let's go to Cynthia. WSIC in North Carolina. All right, Cynthia, did you hear it as well? It went totally dead. Really? It came back after a few minutes, and then it went dead again. Huh. Totally I actually went to a different radio thinking, oh, great, my radio is broken. Uh-uh, same thing. Okay. All right, we're going to look into this, and um, you, you just never know. I mean, it's um, I'm, it, that's just very odd. But uh, Patty says this was happening whenever we were talking about Tucker Carlson. So that, I don't know. There's something weird there. Cynthia, appreciate the intel. All right. Oh, we got to take a break. We are super late. Again, Dinstals, D-I-N-S-T-U-H-L, Dinstals, with an S, dot com. And uh, get yourself some delicious, delicious Valentine's Day candy, courtesy of the Todd Stern Show. All right. We'll be right back, folks. All right, welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. All right, oh, here we go. Um, I want to give you a number, and so if if you want to order, I am telling you, folks, I'm just going to say this. If you're trying to woo someone, or if you're, a, if you're a husband and maybe you forgot to take the trash out and you're kind of in the doghouse, you need to call Dinstals, and they're going to get you hooked up. And we do have a phone number. Our, our awesome sales team uh, just reached out here. I want you to write down the number, 1-800-355-0358. That's 1-800-355-0358. And uh, they're going to be able to get your order out uh, before Valentine's Day. And they're going to be doing FedEx priority overnight shipping. I think there's a FedEx plane like parked right outside of Dinstals. And they're just throwing they're throwing the stuff on the plane and getting it out. So, uh, so be sure to do that. I am telling you, folks, it is the best chocolate in America. I, th- you're going to love this place. And if you don't like chocolate, um, they have something called Cashew Crunch, and it is like crack cocaine. It, it, I, okay, I'm a Baptist. It's like Pringles, right? You can't just stop eating it. So it's good stuff. We always get the every Thanksgiving, except for this past Thanksgiving, they ran out. We always got the uh, the chocolate turkey. And uh, then we would have the cutting. It's a giant turkey made out of chocolate. It's pretty darn good. So, again, that number, if you want to call Dinstals and say, you heard about it on the Todd Stearns Radio Show, 1-800-355-0358. That's 1-800-355-0358. And uh, you are, you're going to, you're going to be, you're going to be thanking me. You're going to call, Todd, thank you. Thank you. And I'm going to say, it was my pleasure. All right, uh, let's go to Sherry, WTUN in Georgia. Hi, Sherry. How are you today? I'm blessed and highly favored as the Lord. How about you? Woo! Amen, sister. I love that. Um, I'm better than I deserve. That's Dave Ramsey. I stole it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I listen to him too sometimes. Um, 
we didn't have a cutout. I mean, I heard everything said the whole time. I've been in there listening, and that's what ever happened here. Maybe this was the area. You know what it could have been? There could have been some sort of an interference, you know, with the uh, the, the, the solar flares and all that kind of stuff. Or it could be. Yeah. Somebody over in Ukraine that's listening to Kate, you know, listening to the Todd Stearns radio show. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That'd be good if they did. Oh, it would be. We should get some callers from Ukraine. You can understand English anyway. (laughs) Trust me. Uh, Sherry, I have a hard time understanding some of our fellow Southerners when they call in. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) You can tell I'm Southern, huh? But I'm a fast-talking Southerner. I love it. I love it. It's funny, though. I love the, you know, it's funny when I'm, um, you know, when I'm up in Maine, I just tell people, I love y'all's accent. And they're like, our accent? We don't have an accent. You've got an accent. But the folks in Maine have a really good accent. Yeah, I, I love like a European or Australian accent. You know, even somebody like from Jamaica or somewhere, their accent. I love those accents. I love it. I love some, yeah, Alabama, they've got a pretty good accent. But there's some folks over in East Tennessee, way up in the mountains. I can't understand some of those folks. I, I got a funny story for you, if you got a second. I have 15 um, seconds. When, Okay, when you first put that book out, Twilight's Left Leaning, I thought you said Twilight's Left Leaning. I looked for that book everywhere, and I finally just went on your site, and I thought, oh, God. I thought, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to do a better job of that. My apologies, <laughs> Sherry. It's gleaming. It was my fault. <laughs> All right, Sherry, good talking to you. Uh, hang tight, everybody. we got to take a quick break here. Uh, we are, we're just getting started. We're having a good time. In the break call Denstals. Give them a call. You're you're going to thank me for this. And they're good people and they love us and we love them. 1-800-355-0358. That's 1-800-355-0358. Give them a call. And folks, we'll be right back. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starks. Oh, yeah. Well, hello, everybody. A welcome to Hour 3 of the Big Show. Good to have you with us today. Caught me off guard a little bit. Jeez, hello. My apologies. All right. Uh, wow. So a lot happening. And uh, first of all, the, the great news uh, coming out of the Supreme Court today. And uh, and, and I'm just telling you that um, it's going to be a it's going to be a good verdict for Donald Trump. If at the very least six, three, uh, that's that's what I'm going with. But it could be more than that. Now, the diversity hire uh, on the, the Supreme Court uh, Justice Jackson, she's probably going to be a wackadoodle. Uh, but but the others, I think, based on the questions that were um, asked and the responses, it's pretty clear that Trump is going to have a big day at the Supreme Court. Even the New York Times acknowledging that this is all a load of hooey. That seriously. So um, so when you got the New York Times out there saying that, okay, yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 not going to be good for the left. It's not. So we're going to be taking your calls this hour of the program. 
Uh, we have some great guests coming up as well. Uh, we have um, a brand new, a brand new voice uh, on the program. She is a congresswoman from Indiana, Erin uh, Hoken, and uh, we're going to be talking with her. And then for the Newsmax TV show, very excited to welcome Sean Casey and Bruce Elliott uh, are going to be with us. So great American Patriots, WCBM, uh, the host of the great uh, t- radio station there in Baltimore. All right. Um, our telephone number is 901-260-5926. Want to go to Texas, and Bobo is uh, hanging out with us today, wants to weigh in on the future of the country. Bobo, welcome to the program. What's on your mind? Hey, thank you, Todd. Um, I'm just I'm disgusted about the people that live in the United States saying they're Americans, and it doesn't prove that. It doesn't show that. And it's just outrageous. You know, Hawaii just blocked uh, non-U.S. citizens to buy land over there, so that's awesome. But anyway, it's tax time, and since this administration has so much money, why don't they pick up the tab of our taxes that people owe this year? And... My grandma used to say, you know, sometimes you got to take your own medicine, and that's why we need to give them. So that's it's, it's almost too late to do anything right now. We need to get our troops back in our country. So bring the troops back home, put them along that put them along that border, and protect our backside. It's going to be inside and out is where we yeah. need everybody. Yeah. Bobo, it's look, it's a good thought. Appreciate you calling in, and uh, thank you for watching Newsmax. And by the way, uh, we do want to welcome all of our Newsmax viewers. Uh, we simulcast the last hour of the national radio show, and so we're always happy to have you find folks with us. One of the things that I find fascinating is, is the shift. We are watching an absolute shift in this nation right now uh, when it comes to minority voters, and uh, that is that is being recognized in a lot of the polling data that's out there. Also, we had Senator Chris Murphy from uh, Connecticut talking about the, the people they care most about. We're talking about the Democrats. Uh, the people Democrats care most about are the undocumented Americans. We call those people illegal aliens. And it's true. That's, that's, that's who they talk about. Again, our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Nikki Haley, meanwhile, out there raising a lot of money. And uh, she was she was reading the mean tweets yesterday, cut nine. Everybody hates you. Really? I think my husband loves me. I'm genuinely terrified of Nikki Haley. Any man who knows how vindictive, evil, short-sighted, and psychotic women can be this guy can't be married coupled with a basic understanding physiognomy takes a single look at nikki haley and is terrified i genuinely believe her victory would spell the end of the free world dude that's i don't even know what to say about that i don't know what to say about that that's crazy Nikki Haley has a room temperature IQ. <laughs> True or false? Wow. Nikki Birdbrain Haley is losing big on caps in the polls against Crooked Joe. Where? I haven't seen it. 
I am beating him all over the place. She is weak on the border. I passed the toughest illegal immigration law in the country. I'm the strongest border president ever. Well, then why did you let three million illegals come into the country under your watch? That's all you have to know. Exactly. Just when you think Nikki Haley can't get more annoying, the next day happens. Wait till tomorrow. Well, there you know her problem, uh, and it's it's a rough problem for her to have. She's got no sense of humor. That one, she takes everything personally. She's very thin-skinned, much like um, Boots DeSantis, right? It's uh, you got to be able to take a joke. You got to be able to laugh at yourself. That's what you have to do. We were having a good time the other night. Mary Walter had me as her guest for her podcast, Mary Walter Radio. Go over to YouTube. You can watch it. Uh, We were having a lot of fun, a lot of laughter, and a lot of it was at my expense. So that tells me that you've got a person like Nikki Healy. She is not comfortable in her own skin. You don't want somebody like that in the White House. Donald Trump, the guy's very comfortable. He is, and, and that's why Trump is so effective. All right, um, 901-260-5926. I want to play this audio from Senator Roger Marshall out of Kansas. He was outside the Supreme Court building earlier today, cut number 12. And I just want to make it perfectly clear again why this is so important to people back home. They feel like this is yet another attack by Joe Biden on their constitutional rights. This White House has locked us out of our churches and out of our synagogues. They've tried to take away our Second Amendment. They've censored our speech, and now the White House wants to knock out the leading candidate, the likely next president of the United States, from the ballots back home. Now, I'm not an attorney, and there's a lot at stake here behind us, but really what's at stake is making sure that the American people get to elect the next president and not the Supreme Court. To people back home, this sounds like this is another political witch hunt, that this is another weaponization of the judiciary system by Joe Biden. But what's at risk for the future is if they would call this an insurrection, then why wouldn't we call 10 million people crossing the border illegally an insurrection? Why wouldn't we call the situation where you take away your freedoms of speech, your freedoms of religion, your freedoms to bear arms, why wouldn't we call that an insurrection as well? Look, the people need to make this decision. The, we, the people, need to need to make the decision on who's going to be our next president. Well, I would say what's happening at the border is not an insurrection. Um, well, it is an insurrection on the, on the part of the Biden administration because they are not only standing down, they're aiding and abetting the enemy crossing into the country. So they, not only is that an insurrection, that's what we call treason. They have some pretty stiff penalties for that, by the way. You should look it up. Uh, but, but what's happening on the other side of the border is what we call an invasion. And now, not only have we been invaded, but now we are being occupied, and that's a big problem. So again, our number, 901-260-5926. We're going to be taking your calls uh, this hour of the program. President Trump feeling very good. We played some audio from him earlier today. Uh, The president uh, heading out to Nevada for the caucus tonight. That's going to be huge. It's going to be a great day for Team America. And by Team America, I mean President Trump. And you watch what's going to happen. The Supreme Court will not dilly-dally. They're going to come out with the statement pretty quickly over uh, today's hearing. 
And it's very clear to me, based upon my hearing of the testimony and the questions that were being asked, that the justices aren't buying what Colorado is smoking. Got to take a break. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Todd Starts Radio Show. Good to have you with us today. Man, this has been a weird show, right? I I can't put my finger on it, but it's just sort of weird today. Uh, let's go to California. Annette is hanging out with us on Newsmax 2. Hi, Annette. How are you today? I'm very well. How are you? Annette, I'm doing well. It's just we're having a weird show today, Annette, and I can't put my finger on it, but it's uh, it's it's kind of like Art Bellish, if anybody remembers the old late, great Art Bell. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that was before my time. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, wow. All right. Well, we're, it's, it's an honor to have you with us, Annette. What's going on? What's on your mind? Well, let me just tell you, I live here in the, used to be the good old state of California. I've also lived in the South. I'm a Wampanoag Aquina from Massachusetts, Cape Cod, Gayhead. Okay? I'm wondering why, when, if I have to show I'm Native American Indian, say I need to go down to the welfare office because this one time happened to my daughter. I need a little help. She had to show that she was Native American Indian, her tribal card, her birth certificate, and people in there, they didn't have to show anything. So here's my point. People coming over the border, Mexico failed on their job. They are not holding people in their, in, in their country. So they're allowing all these people to go through, through Texas. They don't have to show diddly diddly. And they're given welfare, medical, dental provisions. How is it that Massachusetts also, they're giving licenses, because I looked it up, they're giving licenses. I have to show, here even in California, my birth certificate, where I live, a utility bill. How is it where we are just handing these people three things? When we, the Americans, Native American Indians, a black, a Jew, whatever you are, we have to prove who we are, but nobody has to prove coming over from the border. Annette, and I mean, you are pre- you are preaching the sermon to America that needs to be preached, and and I think it goes to the heart of honest to goodness, Annette. This idea of one set of rules governing American citizens, and another set of rules governing the Democrats and their their cohorts, their cronies. Yes, and 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 it baffles me. My son is a Marine. He's a wounded warrior. By the grace of God, he has his arms and legs, the wheelchairs in the brain at times, you know. But for him to see all of this, what he fought for in Baghdad, Iraq, and Afghanistan, and all of our soldiers and our police officers, this is a dishonor to all of them. A dishonor, okay? Not only that, how do we not protect our people, our children? It's that a great question. Tra- yeah, no, it, look, I, I hear you, and we're, we're, we're going to have to let you go. But, Annette, I think you made a great point. And uh, give us a call back. Um, it's Look, folks, 
I think people are waking up, and I'm especially happy to see folks like Chicago Southside, uh, folks in the Bronx and the Queen and Queens in New York. People are beginning to wake up, and many Democrat voters, and, and we have seen this. The polling data backs this up, that more blacks and Hispanics are leaving the Democrat Party, and they're embracing Donald Trump because they realize that they all had jobs when Donald Trump was president. They all had a great paycheck when Donald Trump was president, and that paycheck went a whole heck of a lot longer uh, at the grocery store than, than it is with Joe Biden right now. Look, these are very basic things. I, Bill Clinton, back in the 1990s, when he was running against George H.W. Bush, what was the one thing that Bill Clinton said? It's the economy, stupid. It's the economy. And it, and it really is. Today, it's the economy, stupid. And what's fascinating and brilliant about, about the Republicans here is that they've managed to tie the economy to what's happening at the border. When you have illegal aliens who are actually getting 40% more in welfare stamps, we call them, used to call them food stamps, they call it SNAP now, but when they're getting a 40% larger government handout than the average American who might be in need, that's a problem, and people see through that. They do. All right, again, our telephone number is 901-260-5926. Let's go to Jerry in Wisconsin. Hi, Jerry, what say you? Hello, Jerry. All right, we'll get back to Jerry. I'm going to talk about this story from the New York Post, and uh, the dateline is Atlanta, Georgia. So they're having a big problem there. Squatters. Have you heard of this story? Squatters. These are people, let's say you go out on vacation, and you come back, and there are people in your home. Well, they're called squatters. And it's a big problem in the Atlanta area. Over 1,200 homes have been taken over by squatters. Uh, This is according to the National Retail Home Council Trade Group. One person says, I'd be terrified in Atlanta to lease out one of my properties. Um, This guy, Matt Urbanski, manages a local home cleaning company. One of his employees was recently shot while trying to remove intruders from a property. And the problem is evicting squatters. It's tough. It involves uh, negotiating a court backlog and police. And it's a big problem in Atlanta. In October, an Atlanta neighborhood found itself at the center of a scandal involving squatters who transformed a house into an illegal strip club. They had weekend parties. People running around buck naked looked like a National Geographic special. They said they even had live horses on the property. Well, I wonder if they rode bareback. The drama unfolded in the South Fulton area. Four people took up residence without permission. Little did the neighbors know the 4,000 square... By the way, these are beautiful homes. The 4,000 square foot, five-bedroom home, three bathrooms became a den of illicit activity, doing things that would make the Pentecostals blush. The squatters ran a clandestine strip club, held noisy parties, even organized car races in the streets. One neighbor told television station WSB they would get the live horses. One day they had live horses! Jeez, aloo. Eventually, squat had had to be summoned, and they cleaned out the house. They recovered two stolen cars, a stolen weapon, and stolen credit cards. 
One neighbor said they're afraid to go on vacation because if squatters find out their home was vacant, they just move right in. One neighbor said, is this even in America anymore? We're homeowners, and we can't do anything about the trespassers. Well, certainly they could. Why not just um, make sure you have a legally acquired firearm, and when you come back from your vacation and you find people living in your home, you politely escort them out at the business end of a rifle. In one incident, U.S. Army Lieutenant Colonel Dahlia Dare discovered a convicted criminal squatting in her house. She returned to find the squatter living in her half-a-million-dollar home while she was away on active duty. And they're saying there's nothing they can do about it. Is that true, ladies and gentlemen? What say you? Our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. back i have got to stop this can i just tell you what happened to me over the weekend this is terrible um my iphone started acting up and normally i'm pretty good at figuring out um you know when there's an issue with the iphone or the but i could not figure this out so i had to go down to the apple store last night after the show and it took them almost an hour to figure it out but now the problem they had to reset my phone and so dylan during the commercial break i've been having to like you know do the face recognition again, and the I'm, it's like I'm having to start from scratch, and it's driving me nuts. So anyway, that's actually no excuse, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just trying to explain what's happened. Life happens every now and again. Well, I, I told you that um, we had a very exciting uh, guest and a new member uh, of the Todd Stearns Radio Show family. Uh, she represents the 9th Congressional Destri- District there in the beautiful state of Indiana, her name is Erin Hochen, and she is a congresswoman. Uh, we welcome you to the show, Erin. Hope you're doing well today. Thank you, Todd. I am uh, honored to be uh, part of your program. Uh, it's uh, wonderful to spend some time with you today. Well, likewise. And I wasn't going to, you know, I thought maybe maybe she would have some advice on the iPhone, but I'm just going to let the I'm going to let the professionals at Apple help me out there. Uh, but but we yeah, I got I got kids, but they're they're not uh, that they're not that helpful on the tech front uh, to me. So I, I can't I, I can't imagine I can lend them to you either on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair enough. Um, I, let's start with this a pretty incredible uh, op-ed that you wrote. Uh, many people reading this in the Washington Times, and it's making a lot of a lot of buzz around Washington D.C. Protecting female athletes should not be controversial, and and I completely agree with that. And yet. It is. Yes, I mean, and I'm a, I'm a parent of two daughters. They were swimmers, and so you know, when people like Riley Gaines were speaking out, I was, I was very grateful for her and others that have spoken out on this issue. It shouldn't be controversial. Men and women are different. Um, they have physical and biological differences that uh, we have Title IX for a reason, and it, it isn't to protect transgender athletes. It's to protect women uh, and. Um, we have seen a degradation of that. And on women in sport, girls in sports day, we should be celebrating their achievements of, of biologically female athletes. And Todd, it's almost incredible that we have to even say that uh, in today's uh, society. Women have come so far and uh, this is really threatening to take us back. 
Congresswoman Erin Houchin is on our Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line today. And and you're right about that. We had uh, Congressman Greg Stubbe on yesterday from Florida, and uh, he and Senator Tuberville are sponsoring this legislation that would actually ban men from competing on the U.S. Olympic team, uh, which is something that is under the purview of, of Congress. Uh, did you did you ever imagine a time in, in in history when we would be fighting this particular battle here in the United States? Absolutely not. I mean, I'm I'm certainly proud to join uh, Congressman Stubbe in in being part of that uh, legislation and joining that as a co-sponsor. But uh, I had no idea that coming to Congress we'd be dealing with these issues. We really shouldn't have to be. Um, there's a real competitive balance issue um, at stake, but also safety and security. Uh, we we heard from Paula Scanlon, the UPenn swimmer, who shared a locker room with Leah Thomas, who still has all of uh, the male genitalia. Um, nightmare stories of lost opportunities. Uh, I really thought that we were way beyond this, and we have taken a huge step backward with this uh this movement to include biological men in women's activities that uh, they have no business being part of. And I, I really appreciate it. You, you go through this, uh, and it, it's a terrific uh, essay, folks. You've got to read this on the Washington Times. We have a direct link to it on our live show blog. But you also point out, Congresswoman, that this is also an issue of safety as well, and a number of young ladies have actually been injured by these men on the playing field. Yeah, we've seen field hockey uh, players injured. We had a, a field hockey player in Massachusetts that took a ball to the face by a male student, uh, an athlete in North Carolina that suffered head and neck injuries due to a volleyball being spiked at, in her face by a male athlete. And then Hannah Ahrensman, who was, who was a cyclist that was forced to quit cycling after a transgender athlete attempted to push her off of a trail. So this is not this is not only a competitive advantage that these men have, these biological men have over uh, these female athletes. It is a safety issue and security issue for them, absolutely, uh, and it's it's not being paid attention to. I hope that uh, that the op-ed will draw more attention to that because it's a real concern. I'm curious uh, to to get your take on on yesterday on Capitol Hill. There there's been a lot of frustration over the past couple of days uh, surrounding Alejandro Mayorkas. And, of course, the failed uh, vote there, we understand that's going to be brought up again next week, possibly. Uh, what do the Republican? what's going on there when the Republican caucus, is on? there chaos? <laughs> yeah, what's going on here? Well, we have a very, um, we have a di- very diverse conference. Um, we are not monolithic, and when we have such a slim majority, you could expect that those differences might be uh, brought to the forefront. But the, the Mayorkas impeachment um, vote that failed on the floor uh, we brought it uh, under a suspension of the rules, which meant that we had to have, I think, 290 votes to pass it. I think it had something like 240 votes. But 13 Republicans voted against that legislation. That's being pinned on us because, yes, we are in the major- majority, but many, many Democrats voted against that, too. And if you've been to the southern border like me, uh, you, you, I've been twice, and you look at what's happening down there, and it is a crisis, and we should be doing this. And Mayorkas has been not only asleep at the wheel, but willfully defying current law, uh, which requires detention of, of uh, folks crossing the border, and it's catch and release all over the country. Uh, he has failed in his responsibilities. He should be impeached for not upholding his oath. 
to the Constitution and and the uh, mission of the Department of Homeland Security. Uh, so, yes, Republicans voted against this, but in far greater number, Democrats opposed it. Uh, and that's unconscionable, given the circumstances at the border. Speaker, but we will be bringing it back next week. Good, good. And well, I'm glad to I'm glad to hear that. Um, with the election coming up, it's just so imperative that we all get on the same page. And and I'm with you. I mean, we you know we're not this monolithic party. Uh, at the same time, I think we all have to agree on the fundamentals, and and that's where I think a lot of people are just concerned that we're all on the same page and everybody is focused on the most important thing, which is defeating Joe Biden and making sure the Republicans maintain uh, control of the House and and gain control of the Senate. Yes, and one thing that's really interesting is uh, Joe Biden and the Democrats have done nothing on the border for three years, and now suddenly they are pushing forward with uh, really this this border legislation that does nothing but codify Biden's bad policies. It it just codifies letting people into the country in mass quantities. So it's a, a terrible bill that... Uh, quite frankly, the Democrats think it's going to take the issue off the table from an from an election perspective, uh, but that's a non-starter in the Republican-held House of Representatives because we we know better than what they have done. It's like kind of like back to the Fiscal Responsibility Act that the Democrats passed. The name uh, is fiscal responsibility, but that was fiscally irresponsible in every way. So we we have uh, a similar situation going on with the border bill uh, and the Mayorkas impeachment. They should be as responsible as us, uh, you know, our few members who voted against the bill because they wanted to have it paid for uh, um, or the Mayorkas impeachment. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm getting my I'm getting my wires crossed. I was on Israel. Um, but we had some people who just won't vote for the Mayorkas impeachment. Uh, I think we'll get it. Uh, we we will get that, I think, next week when we have uh, most of our members back. But it's a one seat majority. So it's going to be it's going to be uh, with with some of our absences. We may just have it by one vote. And uh, that's uh, that's a dicey situation. We're, we're looking at some pretty fascinating headlines uh, coming out about the Democrats and their traditional base of support, which are minority voters, blacks, Hispanics now at an all time low uh, when you look at the new polling data, that's coming from Gallup. Uh, are, are you seeing that in, in your district? And, and if so, what do the Republicans need to do to, um, to, bring that, uh, to bring that message to those minority communities? Yeah, I think we need to keep speaking to them. You know, and I, the Democrat Party has had a, a switch. It's more of an elitist party than I think we've ever seen in, in history. And the Republican Party is, is more of a populist party and, and more of a uh, party of the people. And I think that's what these uh, minority groups are probably seeing. They're not seeing uh, anything that uh, is coming out of the Democrat Party that, that they can um, support or believe in. I mean, the Democrat Party is focused on uh, these transgender issues and, and woke culture that, quite frankly, uh, no one uh, on the conservative side and certainly the areas of the country that that uh, are gaining steam for the Republican Party, they just don't support that anymore uh, or ever. And with the places in New York City, uh, we've seen blue districts turn red. Uh, we've got a an election coming up, a special election next week in New York, on, and Mazi Pillip, uh, the um, Ethiopian-born uh, Israeli uh, defense force, um, just rock star up there in New York, taking on... Uh, uh, Swazi, uh, and I think we'll see her have success uh, in the special election in traditionally blue area. Good stuff. All right, we're going to have to leave it there. Uh, great job, first. We'd love to get you back sometime uh, to talk about the, uh, the big uses of the day. 
Thank you. All right, Congresswoman Erin Houchin, ladies and gentlemen, from Indiana, uh, joining us on uh, the radio show as well as our Newsmax simulcast today. All right, we are going to attempt. Before we even go to a break, though, uh, we, we were getting some messages from people. They were like, Todd, who is that family-owned coffee or chocolate shop you were talking about? And I want to pass along that information again. Again, this is the um, Dinstals. And uh, I'm telling you, folks, I, I know people love the Sherry's Berries. You try Dinstals, and you're going to be speaking in tongues. It really is the, It's the best chocolate, and it's a family-owned place uh, here in Memphis. They've been around for over 100 years called Dinstals, and uh, that's D-I-N-S-T-U-H-L-S, Dinstals.com. Or you can give them a call, 1-800-355-0358. That's 1-800-355-0358. And I'm telling you, if you love chocolate, get order whatever you want on the chocolate side. If you don't like chocolate, you got to get that cashew crunch. It's it's going to blow your mind. But again, they're great friends of the program, and I wanted to pass along that information. All right, stick around, everybody. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Hope you're doing well. This so frustrated me um, about the uh, about this stupid iPhone. It's just, I, I feel like, Dylan, um, that I, I just feel like when you lose your phone and you're, you're just, there's that feeling you have of like, I wouldn't call it despair. I think for me it was relief. But I'm getting all these messages now from people I don't know who they are. Oh, you lost your contacts? Uh, yes, but they're coming back now. Okay. Um, but the problem was I was going out, you know, I'm trying to walk and lose weight uh, down at Shelby Farms, and um, I tried to play the music, and the music wouldn't play. But apparently I had like 78 gigs, whatever, of a podcast, so I had to delete the podcast. <laughs> that seemed to have worked, but then they had to reset the whole phone. Goodness. I should have got yes. I I know it's so crazy. Personalized. It's 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 hard when you lose all that. It is. It's yes, yes, it is. All right. Um, let's go to the phones. John in Kentucky wants to weigh in on these squatters. John, help. Can you help the good people of Atlanta out here? Mister Stearns, first of all, God bless you. Just shoot your iPhone. Uh, but geez, <laughs> hello. That's a little violent. Uh, no, then it'll start working better. Oh, uh, okay. as, far, as far as concerning, you know what the Castle Doctrine is, right? I, I am familiar with the Castle Doctrine, yes. Okay, well, what they do is the, some, like that lieutenant colonel comes home from serving her country, getting shot at, probably getting blown up, and somebody comes into her house and tries to take over her house. They're invading her house. Well, that's criminal. So, therefore... If you have castle doctrine, you're allowed to defend your home. So, therefore, you're allowed to take up arms. And like you said, put them at the business end of a rifle or a really good pistol. Wow. Well, look, I, I have no problem with that. I mean, if you're here's what I don't get is why are these people not, you know, not fighting for their homes? I mean, you come back from Disney World and you've got an illegal alien family living in your house. You kick them out. You physically remove them from the property. I mean, it really is that simple. Well, I just I just thought I'd bring that up. You come into my home, I'm going to shoot you. Well, I'm you know I'm not allowed to say that on the air, so make sure I didn't say that. Blank that out, Todd. Also, right. I now do know how to fix your iPhone. It's amazing. Like if you take it to a firing range or you threaten to throw it down, for some reason they miraculously start working. 
Great show, Todd. Love you, brother. Well, th- <laughs> thank you, John. I appreciate that. Keep things going good in the uh, Commonwealth here. Oh, have you heard about this story? Dylan, I'm curious. I know you're getting married. We're very excited. Um, and um, have you guys set a date for the wedding yet? Yes, September 28th. Okay, this is, oh, wow, that's just right around the corner. I know. All right, very good. Um, I know you're in love, but there are some people who apparently are not, and they're having a rough go of it. So anyway, the San Antonio Zoo is offering a a special Valentine's Day greeting for exes who just won't bug off. (laughs) I'm curious. For $10, the zoo's going to name a cockroach after um, after your ex. Oh, perfect. And then they're going to feed the cockroach to an animal. Does the ex get a video of this? Got to. It's called the Crimea Cockroach Fundraiser. And so, this is brilliant. So they're using this to raise money. They're using your pain and suffering and anger and hatred for the good. I like this. I think this is a great idea. Anyway, um, if you don't like bugs, you can always name your ex after a vegetable. Ha, ha, ha. What is it, uh, rutabaga? Well, there's Carol. She's a rutabaga. Feed her to the aardvark or something. I don't know. Those with an especially stubborn ex can pay $150 for an upgrade. Oh, here we go. Uh, This is great. Um, According to this, um, for $150, you see what it is? My phone, now it's – I used to have it on silent, and now it's ringing. Mm. This is driving me nuts. Mm i got to put it over here. Anyway, for a $150 upgrade, you're going to get a personalized video message uh, to your ex. And so, and in that video, they're going to show the cockroach, or the, you, can also have a, you can also buy a rat, and they're going to show the video of, your, of the cockroach or the rat being eaten by an animal. I think for that much money, I would think that you would get the rat. The cockroach, I wouldn't pay 150 bucks for. The rat, yeah. Like a big eagle. This is fascinating. They even track the names. Like, you know, so you've got an ex. Yes. And apparently this is something that the women love to do. Mm. It's like an emotional thing for them, yeah. for the gals. Um, they raised last year over eight. They had over $8,000, 8,000 donations. That's a lot of hatred out there. All 50 states and more than 30 different countries. But the top three names for exes. Zach, Ray, and Adam. Those, <laughs> the most common names ever. The most, exactly. So. That's a lot of heartbreak. Wow. So you can just go to the uh, San Antonio Zoo website. Uh, by the way, the Bronx Zoo allows you to name a cockroach after your ex. So that's good. Um, there you go. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, there you have it. <laughs> a lot of hatred out there across this great country. Well, folks, that's going to wrap things up today. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, We're going to continue the conversation over on the TV. That's right, Newsmax 2. Uh, Just go to the Newsmax YouTube channel or uh, go to their Facebook page, and you'll be able to watch um, the Todd Stern Show coming up in just a few moments. It's been a lot of fun today, everybody. You get out there. Be good, America. Tonight, we've got caucus coverage exclusively right here on Newsmax 2, also Newsmax.com. Folks, get out there and have a great one, America.
Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.